recorded live. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Bigger Business Media. Our guest is John Dwaskin. He is a business coach, a business author, and he's made a career out of his passion to grow companies big. He has a new book out. It's called The Think Big Movement, and it's a hands-on guide to how entrepreneurs and seasoned business professionals can begin to think big, both in business and in life. So John's here today to talk with us about how to grow your companies bigger, whether growing a company bigger is for everybody, and just some of the tools that you will need, things to think about as you do that. Welcome to the show today. Happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on the show, and thanks to all your listeners. Let's talk about thinking big. You said you have you're actually known as the business whisperer because you have uh you had one of the first internet companies in America uh, you've just always thought bigger about things and somehow you're able it almost sounds like magic you know you're the whisperer you're able to to uh just put your hands on these businesses and they succeed in in a big way um why did you decide to write a book about this you know, I wanted to write a book about um, my business. My book is told like, as a parable. It's a business parable yeah. book. And I wanted to write a book where um, a character is um, relatable to any business person in the world. And so I wrote, and I wanted it, I didn't want it to be a, a typical business book with just anecdotes in it or, you know, the top three P's or the top three C's. I wanted somebody to go on a journey because thinking big is dif- is defined differently by everybody. And in my book, it take it walks you through a character named Jacob, and he's basically a successful person who's stuck and doesn't know how to get to the next level. And what he realizes is that he's not fulfilled and that he's getting into his own way. And he meets a string of characters along the way that allow him to open up new pieces of his perception and his brain and his mind and his way of doing things that actually get him to thinking big. And ultimately, at the end of the day, he realizes it's about all the small things he does um, every single day that get him to his big goal and ultimately his purpose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I feel you... like, I was going to say, I feel like people struggle with that um, is, is, is being successful but stuck and not knowing how to get to the next step. And so I wanted to write a book that talked on that piece. Well, and as you say, when you put it in uh, fable format, parable format, it's much more relatable than some uh, business consultant who from on high is uh, feeding you all of these business concepts that you may or may not be able to apply to your business. You can actually see them in action. You can see them play out and and very much identify with it. One of the things that you said about it's all the little things that you do every day. I think so often when people think about uh, thinking big, that there's this big, hairy, audacious goal, you know, the um, that you can't really get your arms around. And more often, if a business succeeds or fails, it's all of the little everyday decisions that you make that eventually the sum of them either result in the success or result in the failure. Um, so that's a great point that you made there. Uh, one of the things that I want to make sure we're on the same page about is, is thinking big. What do you mean when you say thinking big? Is it about more revenue? Is it about more employees, more territory? Is it whatever big means to the business owner? 
What, what does it mean well, to I you? Think, sure. I think it, 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 I define thinking big as a individual definition, meaning everybody's big is going to be different, whether that may be revenue, it may be, it may be people, it may be um, opening up new branches or acquisitions. It's different for everybody. But the, mm-hmm. everybody has to define what their big is, something that is tapping into their potential and that they know they can achieve, something that a lot of times scares them a little bit to get out of their comfort zone. But the key to thinking big is reverse engineering the big, reverse engineering the big, hairy, audacious goal to the quarter, to the month, to the week, to the day to determine what needs to get done every single day to get to the big. And Thinking Big, the name of my book is called Think Big Movement because mm-hmm. <clears throat> the movement part of it is the perception in your mind. You have to have the movement in your mind in order to accelerate your growth. If you don't have that and your mind holds you back, then everything else, um, it becomes much more difficult. But if you go in thinking, hey, I can, I'm going to attack this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do the little things every day that compound over time to something big, then it's much easier to attack and accelerate and enjoy the growth. Yeah, and I mentioned this when I introduced, and that is, is is thinking big for everybody. There are some business owners who are quite content with having a couple of people. They're making a good living for themselves, for their for their couple of employees, and they're very content that way. Um, would this apply to them? Well, I'll tell you I'll tell you my thoughts on that. So, Kelly, I have a, a podcast that's launching on January twenty second. I have two other ones, but I have a new one coming out January twenty second. And the it's called Think Business. And the tagline for it is think big, think forward, think consciously. And and and, and with that, I don't mean to plug that is it's if you it you have to be thinking big on some level because if you're not, you become complacent. And mm-hmm. companies, in my opinion, that have become complacent in today's world are going to um, see decreased sales uh, and they're going to potentially go out of business. We are in a very disruptive world right now where industries and companies uh, are getting disrupted all the time. So for me, as a business owner, uh, a business person, complacency scares the hell out of me. And complacency, when I see that within companies, you slowly start seeing less ideas and you slowly start seeing the culture go down because people get bored and you can get blindsided that way. So thinking big could be in that case, um, just thinking a little bit forward. What's around the corner? How is our industry going to be affected by technology? How is Amazon going to affect my business? Even if I'm not retail, what's the ripple effect? What is what are all the things going on that are going to affect my business a month from now? You have to be thinking bigger in that respect in order to be, and so you have to be thinking forward and forecasting and projecting as a business owner or you'll get eaten alive. So in that case, yes, I think you always have to be thinking a little bit bigger or differently or, um, you know, to, to grow your business. What are some of the things that get companies stuck that keep them from, thinking bigger, or even if they think they're thinking bigger, to actually see the results of it? What, what, what gets a company stuck and hung up, or staying where they are? Well, a lot of times, um, there's a couple of things. A lot of times, it's the owner of the company stuck, and so that, 
you know, the owner of a company or somebody who runs a division of a company are responsible for 90 plus percent of the culture and how a company runs and everybody within it. So that's number one. If the owner or the person in charge um, of the company, whether they own it or they're the president, CEO, or the VP of anything, if they are not in a growth mode, mode always, then that can get a company stuck. If you have the wrong managers in place, that can get a company stuck. A lot of times it's very typical. I go into companies and they promote good um, people who are good at their job to be a manager. Well, just because you're good at your job doesn't mean you can manage people and forecast and be forward thinking to run a right. division or people. And so those two things right there on top of a culture that isn't set and or growing and working on the evolution of the culture, those right there, that is a recipe for stuckness. And you take, so on top of that, you take the wrong people in the wrong seats and you have a lot of the wrong people that haven't been um, put in the right seats or let go because they don't fit with the company any longer. That, that is a, those are all a recipe for getting very stuck because you're then managing the, the, the issues and you're band-aiding things and you're not thinking big picture of growth. Yeah, and, you know, if you have one of those cultures where it's stuck and there's a lot of complacency, expectations aren't high, people aren't happy, it's really hard to turn around if it's already ingrained as your culture. And so for someone who's listening today who recognizes themselves in that situation as a business owner and knows that they need to do something about it, listening today is finally propelling them to make some changes, how do you go in and start turning that around. You walk in to your office or to your manufacturing plant, wherever it is, and suddenly you're talking what may seem like a different language to what your people are used to hearing. How, how do you even go about starting that process? Well, you know, it's it, I, this is not a uh, promotion of, of for myself, but you, you really need a coach. You need somebody who's going to help you create a new language, uh, create a new perception, not only work with you but work with your people within your company and help you spearhead and give you the new roadmap and direction and things to say and ways to inspire your team that gets it going. So you need somebody to kind of come out and zoom out and look at your business and give you new angles, perspectives, and work on a roadmap and then help you integrate that. So not only the plan, but the people as well and get them on board. It is a process, and it takes and it takes a lot of time, Kelly. It's not a, and you know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but um, or your listeners. But you have to commit. You have to say, okay, in the next 12 months, we are going to commit to strategically doing offsites every quarter. We're going to do quarterly meetings um, with all of our with all of our people. We're going to get a tight, specific, and measurable, focused business plan. We're going to get everybody on business plans. We're going to create a we're going to have a, a fun committee and we're going to start doing fun things. We're going to put more structure and systems and processes. We're going, to give every, we're going to get everybody more connected to the overall vision and the results and the big picture of where we're going. We're going to communicate differently. We're going to be more transparent. We're, going to, you know, we're, going to, we're just going to kind of bring the business back to life. You know, the, a question I always like to ask people is, if you were to, put, if you were to you know, hire a, you know, close your shop, or leave and hiring a higher, excuse me, leave your business and open up a competitive um, business across the street. Who would you take with you, and what would you do? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. 
No. Well, I was as you were talking there, I was thinking, yeah, and this is a real wake-up call to everybody there that uh, for a self-examination for every single uh, person in the company, is this something that I'm on board with? And then you as a business owner have to be willing to um, cut your losses and, and be willing to say to those people, I'm sorry, but unless you step up, you're no longer going to be employed here because you just can't afford that. And so it's just what you said. Look at yourself starting a company, a competing company across the street. Who would you take? It just said a different way. Yeah. Right. You, you know, you're only as high as your lowest standard. So you need to mm-hmm. raise the standards. You need to educate people what the standards are. And you need to, and you need to, the first exercise that anybody listening to this can do is take an Excel spreadsheet and write out all the people within your company, what their roles and responsibilities are, are they doing them, and how would you rank them on a scale from one to 10? And can you coach them up, or do they need to be coached into a different seat, or do you need to coach them out? You know, I am a, and I write about this in my book, letting people go is an act of compassion. They don't have the courage to leave. You don't have the courage to let them go. You really need to set them free so they can find something that they're passionate about and that they love to do. And you have to do what's best for the company because everybody comes to work wanting to do their best. Everybody comes to work wanting to grow. Nobody wants to be complacent, even if, you, even if they've led you to believe that they do. They want to be trained. They want to grow. They want to learn. And they want you to lead the way to do that. Now, obviously, you have established some very good reasons for why companies should think bigger, uh, at least at the very least, so that they're not complacent and get passed by by the marketplace, by their competitors, and so forth. But talk to us about once you have adopted that mindset and you're growing, sometimes growth can get you in trouble too. What, how, how do you manage that? How do you, how do you learn to balance continuing to think big, but at the same time not, I guess for lack of a better word, biting off more than you can chew? You do have a lion for your <laughs> the cover of your book, so right. you know, eat well, more than you can kill, or kill more than you can eat. I guess. <laughs> well, I think every company needs to start off if they don't already know. They need to understand the DNA of their company. What are their values? What's their What's their mission? What are they What are they all about? Who are their ideal clients? What are their goals for the year? Let's just talk about 2018 for a moment, or just the overall picture of the purpose of the company. And everything ultimately gets anchored into that plan. So when I'm talking about growth, a lot of times, you know, there's certain um, pillars of, of, of goals that people have that do not change, but the way to get to the goal may change. So you may have a company that's in growth mode, but what never stops growing is the following, the people. And if you mm-hmm. stop growing the people to get to the ultimate um, uh, anchor of what that ultimate goal is, then you will fall short or you will see higher turnover. So what I mean by that is your people need constant training, constant workshops, constant role playing, um, constant training. They, and it doesn't necessarily mean, mean you have to have an hour workshop and an hour training. You can have 15, 20-minute meetings where, and I'm not a fan of death, you know, death by meeting, of course, but but you want to keep people trained. You need quarterly meetings. You need weekly workshops for different divisions. You need to continually train your salespeople. You need to have um, regular weekly meetings or huddles with specific people to make sure that everybody understands what their leading activities are for the week. You need to manage and grow the people. So that is the key thing. So if you can get everybody in the right seats and hire great talent and everybody knows what the mission and the goal of where we're heading is, 
then it's about constant growth of the people. Let's talk a little bit about our customers or our clients. How do you get them on board with you uh, with, the, with the whole idea of thinking bigger? Uh, if, if, do you understand what I'm asking you there so that they're, they're on the same page as you are in terms of the thinking bigger? Well, that, you know, you're talking, you're, you're talking about a lot of different things right there as far as marketing, branding, mm-hmm. lead generation, uh, marketing, PR and, you know, what I'll call social proof marketing and branding mm-hmm. online. So it's, it's you know, marketing is um, how do you generate, you know, to me the definition of marketing is how do you get more clients in the door and keep them coming back? And, um, you know, you're, and, and that's the idea of marketing and branding. So, um, so you've got to make sure that you understand who you are as a company so you're marketing and branding the right message to your ideal client and your clientele. Mm-hmm. On top of that angle of it, it's important that the people within the organization have scripts and understand, you know, and what, they, what, they are, what they're all about and what they're saying and what the message of the firm is to not confuse the client. There are a lot of times I go into companies and, there's there's no training of how to communicate with the client, so everybody's saying different things. So right. when I talk of you know, so there needs to be training and role playing and workshops of exactly that. How do we speak to our client? How do we message what we're doing and we're all about as a company to the client? And it's not just read this. It's okay. Let's review this and now let's role play it. Okay, you're the client. You know, and then what is everybody else in the room perceiving? What are you as a potential client? If, if I'm role-playing with somebody in my office, what do you think they're perceiving? So it's about constantly educating and training. Um, you know, you go into some of the top organizations, they're always doing phenomenal training, how to talk to the client, how to, how to overcome this objection, uh, how to overcome this, how to overcome that. Here's 10 ways to respond to a, cli- a client that is dealing with this issue. Here's how we message what our brand and what we're all about is. You know, so, mm-hmm. so you're understanding, and if, if you don't know the ideal client, the characteristics of that client, and training people, then you're going to run into issues. But that is typically a management and a training piece, and from the top down, you know, pushing the importance of that. Right. So, again, it goes back to a point you made very clearly earlier, and that is it's a constant uh, education and improvement of your people, the the workshops, and this is this is on the sales side and the marketing side, but it's still you have to be congruent. Um, what what is going on inside your company is a reflection is going to reflect to your customers, and I think sometimes uh, companies get it backwards. They actually hire a really good marketer who who has some really slick stuff and the message is great, and then when the customers come, they're sadly disappointed because there's nothing. You know, the the hype wasn't delivered. It it wasn't uh, executed in the interactions they had with their with the people on your staff and with the product or service whatever right. it might be. So so that congruency is is all important. Yeah, you know, we are already out of time today, John, but if someone would like to get a copy of your book, where can they get the big movement? Sure. Um, you can get a copy of my book at Amazon.com, and you can, you know, learn all about me and my services and what I offer at JohnDwoskin.com, uh, J-O-N-D-W-O-S-K-I-N. And I give my cell phone out uh, always if anybody wants to call, text, sure. uh, or text me, uh, 248-535-7796. 
and I'm always available. I return every email or call every single day. Okay, so that cell phone is 248-535-7796. And what is your email one more time? My email is john, J-O-N, at johndwoskin.com. J-O-N, D as in David, W-O-S-K-I-N. And my website is johndwoskin.com. And I would love to talk to anybody. I love talking to new people and working with companies uh, around the country. I have international clients as well. So, Well, much continued success. It's an important message that you're getting out. And we appreciate the time you took today to share it with our listeners. Kelly, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your company, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at IThinkBigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.